welcome to Disney Minus Reverse Rebirth, uh, the side podcast attached to um, regular Disney Minus like a gnarled limb. <laughs> I'm Steven, and I use this to drag Cat through the Kingdom Hearts series. And guess what, y'all? It's She started playing it, which I'm going to go ahead and just call this a success. I'm Cat, and I fucking hate zip lines. <laughs> Okay, so this is our first time recording one of these since what, like around Thanksgiving? It's been a uh, while. Like a week before Thanksgiving, I think, yeah. Something like that. <sighs> we may or Do may you... not get through this episode without one of the hosts falling asleep. Yeah, we're both sleepy. Um, Do you remember what happened last time? Because I've got I my notes, so obviously do. I do. Let's just assume I don't, because I don't. <laughs> Okay, so last time was um, we did the Hercules stuff where, like, Hercules is sad and tired and busy, and we met Oren, and he was cool. Uh, then we went to Disney Castle. They apparently we held up to... some kind of weird-looking vase at some point. Yeah. Oh, oh, the cornerstone of light thing, if you're looking back in the pictures. Sure. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, we started, we talked about... Um, like the the first um, tournament, I think, came yeah, up that. in Olympus Coliseum, which is is in the Underdrome, the Underworld Coliseum. I guess I don't I don't know. They keep they keep talking about oh it was so violent Zeus had to lock it away, but like this is Disney. How violent can it get? I know, right? Um, but then we went to the past, and everything was black and white, and that was cool. I mean, Disney can't get messed up, and oh. While I was home for the holidays, we got Dad to finally watch Treasure Planet. Ooh. And I actually got him to watch Jingle All the Way because Nero and I reviewed it on the podcast. Ah, nice, nice. So, I mean, Disney can get a little messed up, but just going off of those two movies. So, yes. Um, so, there was there was all of that. It's been, like, over... It's been, like, two months, give or take. I'm not doing the math. Close it's enough. It's been almost two months. Yeah, you, with your Christmas money, bought the collection of all the Kingdom Hearts games, except it, it doesn't have Melody of Memory, which you'll live. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, um, if anybody's listening that doesn't already follow our Discord channel, I did get the Kingdom Hearts all-in-one package for 20 bucks over the Christmas holiday. Yeah. How's the first game treating you so far? You mentioned zip lines. I fucking hate the zip line. <laughs> um, other than that, and the fact that the game is still totally screwing with my muscle memory as far as jumping versus attacking, I like it. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts sets up their buttons a little weird. Yeah, I mean, obviously between work and trying to get everything else done, I'm still on Destiny Island. Haven't gotten like super far yet, but no, I like it. It's fun. <sighs> Stop that. Um, 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 um. Well, you'll have your home eaten by dark little bugs in no time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe in you. Yeah, there we go. Uh, hang on, I had scrolled too far up in my notes. There we go. Okay, so... I guess we should talk about the new stuff. The the new section. Um, I'm gonna level with y'all. I did not rewatch this section of the Let's Play, so I am hoping that my notes are detailed enough to get us through. Evil but honestly, for... Do any research before this new episode? Yeah, but honestly, like for the areas that or for the worlds that we're talking about, it'll be fine. 
we'll I've survive. I've been for like a week, and he refused to do this research. <laughs> True. Just saying. Um, <laughs> well, we regrettably have to fucking talk about Atlantica, which I know was fine last time, except for... I mean, when you get there, the swimming controls suck. They're basically the same controls as the flying controls in Neverland, but for some reason, Neverland feels a lot easier to use, I guess. I don't know. But, um... Because flying doesn't maybe have as much resistance as swimming underwater does? I don't know. But, um... But, um... But, yeah. So, um, Atlantica is back in uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. We have to talk about that. Uh, It's gonna suck. I'm gonna go ahead and just warn you about that right now. Uh, we do, of course, start off with the title card. Hang on one sec. Let me know when you need me to start the timer, by the way. Oh, right. Uh, go ahead and just start it whenever this actually pops. Right, well, I just started it, so. Engine reports. There we go. Boop. Okay, okay so then. yeah, we start off with the title card. And one thing, the 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 one time where I will hand it to, where I will hand it to him on this one, is for this world specifically, I don't know why they decided to do it, but we actually see them, like, beam down onto the planet <laughs> instead yeah, of, like... See how they fish out? Do what? No, they're they're already fished out, so we don't actually have to see that happening. But, like, you know how normally it'll be, like, the camera just kind of pans and, oh, they're already there. This time we actually, like, see them show up in flashes of light. Gotcha. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm now nah, that part's kind of neat because I'm always like, do they land? Do they beam down? How's that work? So I I appreciated that part at least. Auto, come on, come here. I'll give it a little meh till I see it. Also, oh no, <laughs> he was hanging out like in the doorway, so I couldn't oh, close the door. The baby, hey buddy. Also, by the time we do another Kingdom Hearts recording, I may have a fluffy feline buddy with me. Right. Except for my stupid apartment complex making me get him declawed. Yeah, that's some bullshit, dude. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just post or pop in all of the pictures I have for Atlantica because, like, guess what? Atlantica is two rooms this time. We are not actually doing a full level. Yeah. Let me make sure the the last one posted. Yeah. Um, No, you'll see why. If you've it was forever ago, so you may not remember. Uh, but just assume we're talking I don't about remember anything that we did before. Well, um, la- er, when we were gonna re- try to record this the last time, I had mentioned um, that how much time we spent here would depend on how mad you ended up getting, or we ended up collectively getting. Um, okay, so you know rhythm games. Yeah, like DDR or. Yeah, you know where it's like yeah you're like mashing buttons or whatever in time to the music and yeah. stuff like that. Um, Atlantica this time around, the de- the developers of Kingdom Hearts said, hey, how about we do a rhythm game? Bullshit. For no reason. Fucking It kind of sucks. It ain't. And it's not even like they, no, they didn't even build it as a good rhythm game. It sucks at being a rhythm game. <laughs> so it's even more baffling as to why they did this. It's not the last time this is going to happen either. There's one more in Birth and Sleep that I fucking hate. What did they do? Well, we'll get there. Um, oh, God. Yeah, so I should actually like talk about the story that's happening. Um, Atlantica is going to be like uh, the Winnie the Pooh stuff is, you know, where you like 
for Winnie the Pooh, you find torn pages and you can either save all of them up and do everything at once or come back to it periodically. Mm -hmm. Um, So Nico B did not realize that the first time. And uh, so he comes here for the like first chunk of the game. But then like his chat actually told him that that's what it is. So it looks like he's going to save the whole rest of Atlantica till like the end of the game. So (laughs) it's going to be a while before we come back, which is fine because damn mm. um anyway um <laughs> so we get we get the opening cutscene for this level um oh right 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 i for, uh, for a second i was like what is this in my notes i forgot in um in my notes this was where uh we actually see um nico do a circle ship uh, that i had told you about where like they can't hit you we talked about it last time doesn't matter not going to spend any more time on it on this one i just didn't know what i had written down for a second um so we we get a night scene in the ocean and ariel is swimming around but then suddenly boat and what's on this boat it's a handsome human man it's what they killed your mom (laughs) oh wait we haven't gotten to that movie yet (laughs) no as far as i know they have no plans to put the prequel in uh, in kingdom hearts they're gonna kill your mom i mean i mean they do (laughs) but no but no she sees a handsome man a human man with what do you call them? Legs. Dancing around and playing his little pipe. Uh-huh. I think we I think we see the dog. I don't remember. Um, but basically, like literally, it's just the very beginning of the movie where she like sees Eric and is like, oh, he's so pretty. And then the boat explodes or crashes or whatever. I always forget exactly what happens to his boat, just that it's in pieces and he's drowning. Uh, I know in the actual movie it was a like really bad thunderstorm. I think it's still basically that probably just less going on because they didn't want to animate the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it does the same thing as before. Like he gets plopped into the water. She drags him to shore, sings a little bit of part of your world as he passes out. We get the title <laughs> card. Uh, it actually shows Sora, Donald and Goofy like beam down in a flash of light. Um, Ariel happens to be swimming up at the same time. This is the, <laughs> the only time there's an, a proper fight here because like when when they beam down into the little like area that they that you're going to be hanging out ariel happens to be swimming up chased by like three of those little like jellyfish heartless so you have to fight those and that's it there are no more fights for this entire world it's just to be dumb here. i love how you're shit. like oh you see sora and donald and goofy and then you have the fight of the level yeah basically like all right let's get that out of the way so yeah they like catch up with ariel for a minute they don't remember how to swim but if you remember from the first game it did actually come out that sora's from a different world so he can like talk to her about about that instead of just being like i'm from a different ocean and the water's weird so she's bit literally just like do you guys not do you guys not remember how to swim it's been forever and they're like yeah sorry and they're you get a you get a dang tutorial where like uh, Flounder will swim around to different areas and you got to swim up to him and find him to make sure you remember how to swim. And just to drive home the fact that we are a ne- no, you know what, Cat? I was wrong. You don't fight you those do. like no, you don't fight those like couple of jellyfish heartless. I'm pretty sure they just blast them with magic in the cutscene and that's it. <laughs> because you do, then. because your uh, command menu changes to this. The entire time that you're here, where it's just swim <laughs> and dolphin kick and swim. I'm going to spam the dolphin kick. 
<laughs> I know, right? Even the dolphin kick is more just like, swim faster. If dolphins can beat the shit out of pufferfish to get high, I can kick the shit out of some heartless. Ah, uh, I forgot about that. Damn, do- dolphins are assholes. They really are. Um, Little rubber ducky <laughs> rapists. Which I'm so glad that you agree because anybody else that I tell that, they're like, no, dolphins are so great. And I'm like, mm, they're rapists. No, they beat up sharks assholes. for fun. But they do feel like rubber duckies, though. There, there is that. Um, but yeah. Uh, one. And they take, they really do feel like rubber duckies. But yeah, so um, Zora, Donald, and Goofy are like, hey, how's, there, you know, how's everything been around here? It doesn't look like there's any, really much going on. And she was like, Ariel's like, oh no, everything's fine as long as daddy's in the good mood. And it's like, mm, weird thing to have your, <laughs> your Disney character <laughs> say, guys. Totally a normal cool. thing for a 16 year old to say. Yeah. Everything's okay and, as long uh, as daddy's in a good mood. This is uh, where Jesus Christ, we Ariel. are um, officially cursed with the um, the thing that is this world. It's gimmick about being a rhythm game because um, friggin' Sebastian uh, decides that they should join in the concert that he's going to be putting on because Ariel's been acting kind of weird lately. So you know what'll help? Having her three friends that are literally from a different world join in and hang out and spend time around her. Great way to make a 16-year-old behave. Especially when her thing is, man, I would love to see other worlds. Right? Let's just haunt her. Just a stellar performance there, Sebastian. Way to go. Great. But yeah, so he's he's going to be putting on a concert. Uh, he says Sword Donald and Goofy aren't even ready for that yet. They suck. They're terrible at swim they can't swim they can't sing they can't even they can't swim and sing the whole thing's stupid so instead what they need is a little tutorial and so before this is where it introduces us to the basic rules of the rhythm game it's um every now and then it'll give you one of these like circular bars and it's like you gotta press x at just the right time if you press it while the bar is still blue then it's bad if you press it while while it's orange, it's good. If you press it right there when it's yellow, you get an excellent. Doesn't fucking matter. Oh, um, fuck you. Yeah, and then you'll get, like, each song has, like, its own special rules that obviously I'll mention at least a little bit when we do each song. Um, I don't, I don't want to, though. <laughs> but, um, like, the, the, the tutorial isn't even, like, doing an actual song. It's mostly just kind of having them dance around a little bit with some music and being like, all right, now pop the bubble, and, like, it'll do one of those little, like, gauges next to a bubble, so if you hit it at the right time, Sora, like, smacks it with its keyblade and pops it, and it's like, way to go! Uh-huh. And, um, once you decide... Oh, and, you know, like, maybe you're like me, and you're not great at rhythm games, so even this subpar rhythm game when you're a kid is challenging for you granted now that i'm 30 if i when i play this game again it's easy as shit in even with me still being bad at rhythm games you know when i was a kid sometimes i needed to like take a second to calm down um so yeah let's just let's say you decide that you want to pause kind of breathe for a second make sure that you actually have got a handle on everything uh well fuck you the game says because this is what happens if you pause during one of all you have is retry, which starts the song over, like help, which just shows you the rules again, and quit. So oh, you. like you just stop doing. Yeah, you can't 
unpause. You can't pause a song and then unpause right back at the same moment of the song. You have to start over because, no, fuck you. You decided to pause for a second. How dare. I'm already mad at this game and I haven't even gotten to it yet. Exactly. It's stupid and bad. Uh, you could te- you could technically skip Atlantica or Halloween Town the way that they were situated in the first game. Just, you know, depending on how you ended up going around it, you could skip both of them, but it's like, eh, not too bad, so you might as well keep, might as well do it, especially for, like, leveling up. You can 100% skip Atlantica this time. There is no consequence for not doing this, except for, like, you don't get certain, like, there are, there are like, a few items and one keyblade and I think a couple of spell upgrades that you actually do uh, get by going through all of these. So if you're fine with that, then you don't even have to do this. Note to self. Yeah. Uh, this first song, it's called Swim This Way. It's, yeah, the first song Are challenge... Are these even based on, like, even... actual songs from the movie? So, like, you can at least have a tune to go off of? Or are they completely out there? A couple of them are from the movie. Part of Your World will be one of the songs that we do later on. Same with Under the Sea. All the rest of them are made up for the game. Oh, fuck that. And they suck. This one, The one that you do this time is called Swim This Way. And the lyrics kind of suck. I may or may not put a little bit of it right in right here, depending on how I feel. Swim along, just join in the song. A musical for everyone to have a lot of any fun. The um, like I said, each each actual song has its own special challenge. Um, you know, to I don't know, I guess spice it up or some shit. So for this one. You have to get, by the time the song ends, they want you to have at least one excellent on your little, like, meter up at the top of the screen. Which, fine. If you if you get an excellent, it adds up there. If you get a bad, it drops off one excellent. Uh, it maxes out at five. <laughs> so if you pl- even if you play the entire song, excellence, you only get credit for, like, five of them. So it literally does not matter how well you do on this song. As long as you got at least one in there by the end of it. I don't like this game and I already haven't played it. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's bad is the thing. Um it angers me. Uh, here are here's like close to the end. I took a screenshot just to Does show you what we're dealing with. Cool? Do what? Does the keyblade at least look cool for this area? Uh the keyblade you get from it does at least look neat, but you don't get it until you have done all of the songs and beaten the entire level. Yeah, it's it's assholes. Eh. Uh, hang on. Eh. Always look on the bright side of life. There we go. I needed to crop it down slightly. Yeah, but yeah, that's so that's what oh I'm talking about with the little that's like hill. meter up at the top. Yeah. So in this oh, way, we'll dance and so we'll play. Bad. Now it's very easy. Come on and just take a chance and shake a fin. It looks so bad, Steven. The, the last line of the song is Ariel getting a solo. Because admittedly, because Ariel can sing. Is um, it at least Jody Benson doing her singing? I don't think that it is. I don't remember, actually. And I, I should have checked on that. If they can't even get the actual... Here, hang on. I'm going to look that up. Give me a second. 
Okay, yeah, looks like looks like she is still voiced by Jodie Benson. Okay, so at least there's that. My heart's too. So yeah, so there is that at least. Um, the the last line of the song is her like finishing off with a little bit of a solo. Um, Swim this way, we'll dance and we'll play a musical for everyone to have a lot of finny fun. Dun, 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 dun. And somehow, some fucking how, from all the way down at canonically the bottom of the ocean, Eric is able to hear her from up on the beach, at least for that last line, because it cuts up to the beach and he's like just sitting there, I guess. And you're like, softly hear ariel's voice sing those last couple lines again and it's like what and eric's like i can hear the voice that sounds so familiar it's the person that saved me uh triton shows up for like a minute at the end of the song and is basically like, <laughs> basically like as soon as he sees sword on give you he's like why the fuck are you guys here are you stirring up shit you causing trouble in my house yes <laughs> and they're like they're like nope everything seems fine around here he's like fucking good it better be <laughs> and what and again he must have taken this he must have the same brain worms as, as Sebastian because he also thinks it's a good idea for Sora, Donald, and Goofy, one of whom is a is a human, just with shark tail or dolphin tail, like horribly attached to his uh waist. He thinks that having them around will be good to help her forget about humans. Fine. Whatever. You do, you um, do. but surprisingly after this little rehearsal song ariel is still kind of mopey and she swims off to be by herself so flounder is like hey i found something that'll, that'll probably cheer her up so they go to a nearby shipwreck which obviously of course is eric's shipwreck the thing that flounder found is the fucking statue of eric but like it's wedged into a rock or something so they can't quite get it out on their own so you have to come back here once you have uh, the spell Magnet, so that you can pull it out using mag er, magic. That's how it it's going to do these. It'll be like, oh, something happened, so you need this spell to clear it, and then we'll let you do the next song, because we know how much you want to do that. Dan, let that shit rot. Right? <sighs> <sighs> so anyway, um, putting that behind us for now, though we will eventually have to come back. This is a threat. Um... <laughs> We can go ahead on to the next world, uh, which is Port Royal. Yay, pirates, finally. They will they will rename it for the next, when Pirates of the Caribbean shows up in Kingdom Hearts 3, they, this time they call it the Caribbean, so, which is just funny for me, because most of the time, like, that's the only one I can think of where, um, no, it does that for Olympus Coliseum also, because when they finally get far enough in where it's like, well, I, shit, I guess we better... Let him actually go to Olympus. We got nothing else we can do with the story. And they drop off Coliseum and just call it Olympus. So it's one of like two instances I know of where a world's name will change from one game to another. Because <laughs> in this one, it's just called Port Royal. Oh, even though you, uh, Even though you don't stay at Port Royal, you actually do get in the boat and go places. <laughs> and the first thing that we see... Uh, mm, well, in in three, since uh, Kingdom Hearts three does um, parts of the Caribbean three, Kingdom Hearts two does parts of the Caribbean one. They skip King. They skip parts of the Caribbean two. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we start off with Sword Island and Goofy already clashing with their environment. Do we at least get Orlando Bloom? No, we don't have. Do we get Johnny any... Depp? 
No. Oh. We don't have any of the actors what doing do their actual point? voices in this one. It's so bad. Like What's they're all the point? They're all trying to sound like them. So it's like someone else doing a Johnny Depp impression so that he can voice uh, Jack Sparrow. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. Um, Why did he do this to us, Stephen? <laughs> this one did not. This one just was not planned well. Hang on one second. Let me make sure I'm not getting ahead of myself. Uh, I meant this game and I haven't even played it yet. So yeah, we, we get our title card. Boom. Port Royal. And um, Zord only give you, they're looking around, they're like, huh, what, where, where are we? What's going on? Hey, there's screaming coming from that way. We should go check it out. Because it basically it picks up, like, <laughs> at the beginning of the movie when the pirates are, like, attacking the town. Even though we don't have any of the actual people? It's, yeah. I'm oh, mad and, um, like, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts definitely has just doing the movie for the world plot sometimes. It is just doing the movie here. My notes are they do the thing from the movie that happened at this point. For like all of them. Uh, so nothing new? Like we, at all? No. Well, not for... Okay. Um, I was gonna bring this up later because... I don't know. Felt like just covering it when it actually happened seemed better. Um, we will hit each world. I mean, they twice can't disappoint me more than they have. <laughs> um, you hit each world twice in Kingdom Hearts two, so like we're gonna go back to Mulan for a little bit of extra story, so on and so forth. Gotcha. The second time around, it is an original story for this world. Does <laughs> it have some of the actors then? No, 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 because it's still the same game, so it's all it's still all the same voices. Um, it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so the first thing that we see is Pete talking to Barbosa, and again, you can just see how much the uh, the other characters clash being next to these guys, and you get you get to hear Pete say the line Aztec treasure, eh? Because this this one is such a weird choice to stick in, man. Um, they they do show <laughs> on like early two thousands era PlayStation graphics the pirates in their skeleton forms and Pete's like, whoa, I didn't know about that. Uh, you guys, if you see this little runt running around with a keyblade, stay away from him. He's got a, ma a kind of magic that don't belong in this world, see? And no one knows what it'd do to you, especially with the moon showing you for what you really are. Which, I, I like this mechanic, but it's another one of the so baffling bad. choices that are that's being made. <laughs> Bar okay, no, wait, so, do you remember, like, the Goosebumps books from when we were kids? Yeah. Barbosa. I remember the Goosebumps show, dude. Dummy. Ah, oh my god, you're right, they kind of do. Um, Barbosa basically, in particular, it looks like a fucking ventriloquist dummy. Um, basically, um, uh, and, like, this will matter here in a second, the, the pirates, and I do sort of like this mechanic, or this mechanically, because... At least it's them doing something interesting uh, with a group of enemies, because you'll fight Heartless and Pirates here. Um, so the Pirates, if they're not in Moonlight, they look like regular dudes and you can't hurt them. If they go into the Moonlight and go into their skeleton forms, one, hitting them with your Keyblade actually hurts, so that's when you can damage them. But, like, your spells will have just weird, will have, like, extra effects on them versus, like, just attacking the Heartless. Like, if you hit them with fire, it will it'll light their ass on fire and they'll start bouncing around like they're in pain, just going, ah, 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 uh, ah. 
Yeah. Um, if you hit them with Blizzard, like it'll literally like cover them in ice crystals and they can't move. Uh, hitting them with Thunder basically does the same thing. Like they're just covered in like a current of electricity and it like slows them way down. So that they're like, ah, kind of like that. So it's a, a neat gimmick at least, but it doesn't make up for just how weird the rest of this level is. They just look and, sad, and I'm mad that they don't at least have some of the voices. It's, it's nothing else. Uh, they Jeffrey Rush for Barbosa. I don't think that they did. They. It's it looks oh, so bad. Um, but yes, yeah, so the Sword and Goofy show up. Obviously, a fight happens. Um, during the cutscene before the fight, when they introduce themselves as uh, Sora, Donald, and Goofy, fucking Barbosa like straight up threatens to murder them, and he's like, "And we'll carve their uh, it's the name we'll carve on your tombstone to be sure." And it's like, "Damn, okay, hang on a second. <laughs> and then Pete like shouts, "Don't uh, stay away from their magic!" And Sora's like, "Hey, Pete, thanks for the tip." And it's like, oh, "Fucking goddamn it!" Um, <laughs> thanks, jackass. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the one time that Barbosa is going to be cool in the entire thing because like he's never met Sora before. He doesn't know shit about the Keyblade. He's Barbosa just talking to a cool in the movies. Do what? Barbosa was cool in the movies. Why are they ruining him now? Barbosa is unironically my favorite character, at least as much of the series as I remember. Um <laughs> oh, um I'm mad, But yeah, so they they fight obviously you win um but like there's more going on in town so like you gotta go and fight heartless again it'll be like a mix of heartless and pirates um we get a new heartless uh called what was this one called one second cannon gun that's right i was like cannon something this little dude called the cannon gun uh that's yeah it's literally what if heartless were what if cannon but heartless in terms of, like, design, but it's, it's really cute. It'll, like, hop around to try to, like... Because what they'll do is that if you're close, they'll, like, just blast you right there because, it's, you know, what, why not? But the thing they'll try to do is get far away so that uh, they can actually, like, basically target you from a distance. And you'll see, like, their little targeting heartless symbol, like, moving around on the ground. So if you step on it, they'll just, like, shoot three cannon Like, a little burst of cannonballs and like up into the air and it'll arc and actually come down on you these guys are kind of neat i do like them they're also just really fucking cute <laughs> he is he's adorable um, i want like a little army of these i know right um but yeah so after all of that uh they they meet jack and they meet will um sora jokes about wanting to take a pirate ship out for a spin and we get i'm calling him you not don't... will because he's not orlando bloom <laughs> it's we don't have a ton of like running character threads throughout this series but one of the ones that i do like is anytime anything even tangentially related to pirates comes up sora is like three years old again he fucking loves pirates dude and i mean and he grew up on an it, island so awesome. like yeah and i mean he grew up in an, on an island so like that makes sense i don't right <laughs> so he's so he's just like got this big-ass grin on his face, like, yeah, let's take a pirate ship out for a spin. It's gonna be awesome. And Donald and Goofy are like, dude. Um, but yeah, but so Elizabeth gets kidnapped. Um, they meet Will. This is what they look like next to Will. Because they try to go for, like, the photorealistic thing here, but for the time, that wasn't great, and they didn't do that with Sora, Donald, and Goofy. So that it's just, like, cartoony people next to, like, trying to look like real dudes 
It don't he work looks so good. like a really badly rendered Wesley from The Princess Bride. I know. <laughs> um, and I do mean badly rendered Wesley from The Princess Bride. But yeah, so they, they meet Will. He basically says like... He looks like an Miss- angry Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tells him about like Elizabeth getting kidnapped, blah, blah, blah. Look at that um, picture and tell me I'm wrong. You're not, is the thing. <laughs> Christian Bale pirate. That pirate. Kmart brand Christian Bale pirate. Where's Elizabeth? Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, um, Jack shows up. He mentions being a pirate and Sora's like fucking drooling all over himself. He's like, oh my god, this guy's a real fucking pirate. Hold up. He's he's having a blast. He's loving it. Um, it's fucking it's adorable to watch and would be great if it weren't for the rest of this place. Um, they like kind of rushed the whole like, oh, your name is is Will Turner, huh? Short for William, I would imagine. No, shit and like since we, and like since we haven't had you know that they this is the first we're seeing them, so like we don't have them getting into a fight at the mill and Will like reluctantly letting Jack out of prison. They mentioned it. He's like, I let you out of that jail, uh, Sparrow. So you owe me one. Blah blah blah. So, so it's like. We don't have the, like, 20 minutes or so of th- get them getting to know each other before Jack finally learns his name and going, oh, okay, you can tell something's up here. Random no, they're thought, just... by the way. Do what? I said, just really quick, random thought. We've got characters that are named Sora, Kyrie, Riku, Goofy. Do you ever think that they look at Will and be like, what the fuck kind of name is William? <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. <sighs> In in fairness on Sora Kairi Riku, I I don't know how often, but I know Sora at least is a real name in Japan. I've seen other characters in anime and yeah, stuff but, named Sora. But again though, Kairi Sora, Riku, Kairi, Riku uh, and William. Yeah, and Will. Like they're just looking at him like what the fuck kind of name is that? But yeah, so they like sort of try to hint at oh, he knows something about Will, but they don't do a good job of it because the acting is bad. Um we switch over to Barbosa and Elizabeth on his ship, or on the Pearl. I don't know why I said his ship. And it's, it's again, doing literally shot for shot, line for line, that same scene from the movie where he's got her at dinner or whatever. They don't even put her in the big dress. She's wearing her regular Elizabeth dress for this scene. It's like they didn't even make a model of her in the big, frumpy, like, purple dress. Um, but, like... So it's like all of the all of the lines are here, but like none of the feeling is here. And then she it does the thing where she runs outside. And remember in the movie, this turns into like a whole five minute Rube Goldberg thing of her getting tossed around the ship and being menaced by pirates and stuff. No, in the game, she runs out and like five dudes are just standing there in skeleton form, like ah 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 ah. <laughs> like stop. And then Barbosa comes out and he says the thing and. I'm gonna try and give you they in terms of the words that are said yes in terms of the delivery with which those words are said nah because it's you best start believing in ghost stories Miss Turner for you see tonight you're in one they at least make him look creepy so I will at least give them that from this one yeah and they do still have him do the thing where like he uncorks a bottle of wine and starts drinking it and like cascades down his ribs but again it doesn't look great because of the time period and how graphics were at this point 
<laughs> I mean, props for trying. The effort was there. Yeah. So, like, they're they're trying. They're just. I say all this to say they're shoehorning in like exact scenes from the movie, but like off just a little bit, just enough to make it not good. Um, basically, the way sailing works is um, you'll it'll pull up a map and it's like you're here on Port Royal. We're going over there to to the Black Pearl. So you select it, and you'll have, like, five minutes of fighting Heartless. Not even... You'll have, like, a couple minutes of fighting Heartless. Not even while the boat is, like, moving. If you, like, leave them alone and just look out at the horizon... Like, you, it's very obvious they didn't try to make this on, like, a moving boat. <laughs> it's just... It's exactly as static as when you were in the on the ground in the city. Or the town, whatever. And then it'll, like, show you at the place that you were going. Um, Jack, they, like, rush through his history with Barbosa. Basically, I think just to, you just get enough to be like, oh, yeah, I, I know that guy. He left me marooned or something. I don't even remember how much they give. It ain't much. Uh, they get to the Isla de Muerta. And, uh, see, because Sora is our main character... But the scene that they want to have happen is only Jack and Will. <laughs> they have to come up with this bullshit thing of, like, Jack convincing Sora that, like, guarding the ship is the most important pirate job. And Sora being like, okay, that makes sense. I'll stay here and guard the ship. And then, like, five minutes later, Sora being like, wait a minute. So that you can, like, run onto the island and um, try, to, try to go. Uh, it ain't much. Hang on. No, yeah, that's right. We don't even get to go onto the island yet. They get bored and decide that they're they decide they're gonna go look like literally right as Will and Elizabeth show up and say that Jack got left behind. And like again, we we get like this. It's the same scene that played out in the movie of like them sitting there crouching through and watching and all of that jazz, but, like, none of the feeling is really there in the acting. They try to do the whole, have I ever given you reason not to trust me thing, and it's like, as far as we're concerned in the game, y'all have known each other for ten minutes, so that line doesn't work. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, you you sail off without Jack. They tell him, like, oh, he he got got, we gotta go. And, um, I, I, I didn't even care enough when I was making writing my notes i just say will and elizabeth talk about their past and stuff and will figure stuff out great thanks past me but yeah it does it does the scene where like you know the whole this is my father's medallion why did you take it because i thought you were a pirate and that would have been awful but this is the first time we're seeing will and elizabeth together so it doesn't matter and the acting is bad so it doesn't matter oh behind the scenes i'm ranting my sister about this already okay cool they did a they did a bad job it's to be fair when you come back later on in the game for like the second story arc here it's more fun because they actually came up with something original for you to do but like here when they're just trying to do the movie because they i guess couldn't think of two things to have you do here it's bad man it ain't good um they they get caught by um by by the pearl and they do a thing where you get attacked by heartless and you've got to like try to keep or grab a hold of the medallion and hang on to it but every time you get hit like it'll go flying 
and you'll have to like run over and kill whichever heartless grabbed it. <laughs> like it wants to be an interesting fight, but like it doesn't last long enough or give you enough room to move around for it to really matter. So it's whatever. Um, and there are also like th like five heartless here. Um, they do the thing from the movie where you know Will threatens to shoot himself and be lost to Davy Jones' locker. But again, the acting's bad, so none of it really has the same impact. But also, because censorship laws are different with games than with movies, like, if you remember in the movie, he, like, held a gun up to his face and was like, I'll fucking do it. Yeah, he was they ready just, to fire. They just kind of, like, vaguely have him waving his, his pistol around, sort of-ish. So he could have shot anybody, not just himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he, he still says all the same words, like... I will shoot myself and be lost to Davy Jones Walker, blah, blah, blah. But, like, he does not hold the gun up to himself because I guess that would have been too much. <sighs> um, so they, they take Will, they leave. Instead of, and again, this could have been fun. Instead of, like, marooning Jack and Elizabeth on fucking whatever island it was, they lock everybody up below decks on the interceptor and and leave a bunch of like flaming barrels of gunpowder up on the deck to blow the ship up, which is explicitly not what they agreed to with Will. Because at least in the movie, it was yeah, she's safe if she can get if she can find a way off the island, she'll be fine. <laughs> it's like they explicitly are not holding up their end of the deal. I would be flying fine with blowing this whole ship to smithereens just so I don't have to look at it anymore. Yeah, um, you have, like, you basically have a thing where it's like, I think there are a few heartless you have to fight while you're doing this just to, you know, make it seem more intense or whatever, um, but where you've got to, like, go around to each of the barrels and, like, press triangle next to them so that Sora will, like, knock them off of the ship within, like, I think it gives you, like, five minutes. It's more than enough time. Um, where, you know, if you don't knock all of them off, then it'll do an animation from, like, a distance of the ship blowing up and be like, ah, you failed. Try again. <laughs> um, they get back to Ila de Muerta because that's where they're going with Will. Uh, they, leave, they leave Elizabeth on the ship. Um, and actually it occurs to me now, because you, you can have Jack as a party member with you, um, so you can swap out, like, Donald for him or Goofy, whoever you want. It occurs to me now, I forgot, uh, Nico had forgotten to do his limit with Jack during the actual story of the level, so I'll just go ahead and talk about it here, because it's actually pretty neat. Um, basically, like, he'll have a, Jack will just pull out a treasure chest that's just gushing air, and, like, he and Sora will kind of, like, float on the air currents, like, striking out at anybody nearby, but then at the end, um, like, they'll he'll shove a grenade into the treasure chest and it'll literally just have the enemies like kind of get pulled up to it and then the grenade the grenade will go off and it like explodes so it's kind of cool they basically have the same thing in kingdom hearts 3 uh, when you come back to it but like it's a lot cooler then because instead of like a treasure chest they like throw a bunch of bombs all over the place so you get a lot more explosion which is neat um you you get to Ila de Muerta, and you've got um, those absent silhouette things I told you about, where like you can fight someone from the organization from Chain of Memories. You get this is where the large scene one is. Um, basically, she's real heckin' fast because of her lightning. She was actually, if I remember right, she was like the easiest one to fight, which kind of sucks. 
Because really, as long as you can get used to her speed, like, you're good. And she'll, I think, try to make some copies of herself periodically, but eh. Um, they, yeah, I mean, the, the same stuff from, the same scene from the movie happens. Except Pintel and Rigetti aren't here, so we don't get the whole, like, him. So earlier we didn't get the whole thing of Barbosa testing it by fucking shooting one of them. And we still don't have that here, obviously. Um, but yeah, so the whole the whole scene happens with them like slashing Will's Will's hand and dropping it in the thing, and um, Jack like taking one. They they don't have like any other characters, so there's not the whole wait. Go and fight the Navy guys. Buy yourself some time. Blah blah blah. Jack just kind of shows up, and oh god, I fucking hate this part. Um. You know how there's the thing where when Jack showed up, Barbosa was like, not possible, and Jack was like, not probable. Right. You want to know who gets to say that line this time? Oh, God, who? See, okay, if it were Jack, that would make sense. And the acting's not great, but, like, they'd be keeping the same line on the same character. If it was Sora, again, it would make sense because this little boy really wants to be a pirate. If it were Goofy, it'd be hilarious because of Bill Farmer Goofy voice. Is it fucking Donald? It's Donald. We get to hear him in his terrible Donald Duck voice Why? say, not probable. Oh no, they expand on the line too for no fucking reason. Um, he goes, not probable. We're alive and we're pirates. And he just like crosses his arm on look, arms and looks all smug. And like, I don't even, I didn't write down how, because, you know, in, in the, in the movie, you know, Jack and Barbosa are, like, just in the background fighting for, like, ten minutes before Jack gets, like, stabbed. They they start fighting, and I think this is another case of, like, censorship coming in. I'm pretty sure the Japanese version of the game actually had Jack get stabbed and walk back into the moonlight. But in the in the international release of the game, he they're just, like, slashing, and, like, he just kind of stumbles back, I think. Like, he's still in the same posture, like, he got stabbed, but there's no actual getting stabbed. But we do get uh, Zombie Jack. If it posts, come on, you can do this. <laughs> I have faith in you, Discord. Uh, unable to share. Hang on a sec, I gotta hop this. Okay, yeah, I did try to, I did leave a little too much in this one. Do, do, do. There we go. Ooh. Yeah, so, it, yeah. He actually looks um, kind of cool, just from that screenshot. But the so, fact like, that by Johnny Depp makes me mad. Yeah. So, like, uh, seeing this... Um, Barbosa like basically shouts, "All right, Pete, keep up your end of the deal." We don't even fucking see Pete beyond like that first cutscene, but um, this little heartless thing called an Illuminator does show up to help Barbosa. Uh, basically, what this will do is it'll make areas that are dark so that Barbosa can be in his zombie form or whatever. It looks so bad. Yeah, or no, um, no, it'll make areas that are dark to cancel out the moonlight. So you've got to fight it. Before Barbosa can be vulnerable. That's right. <sighs> but but yeah, so you know, boss fight, all of that happens. Um they 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 do the same thing from with Barbosa's death, you know, where like Jack shoots him and then tosses the thing and he even says, you know, ten years you've been carrying that pistol and now you waste your shot, but with like again with no feeling. Um and Will like says he didn't waste it and drops both of the coins into the chest and like they even have him have him say I feel cold and just fucking collapse and like that's it <coughs> he just bonk like oh okay he's he's dead I guess Sora's fifteen and saw saw a man literally die 
<laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Um, because instead, because Will and Elizabeth are in love, and that reminds Sora of how much he misses Kyrie, and Donald makes fun of him for it. So you're just gonna just gonna sort of like skip past a man dying in front of this child. Um, Jack's compass is like the token that you know, like does the whole light show that opens up a new route for space travel, blah, blah, blah. Um, another running theme, sort of, mainly just throughout this game, is that Donald can be kind of greedy, and, like, Sora straight up goes, you know, for a minute there, I thought we were going to lose Donald to the curse of the treasure, and everyone has a good laugh, because ha 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 ha. Um, Would not be surprised, though. Yeah, I, in fairness, yeah. Um, we, we do get a Keyblade here, and I do actually sort of dig this one, it's kind of neat. Um, it's called Follow the Wind, which isn't the greatest name, but eh. Um, it's all piratey. Uh, it kind of looks like compass in the handle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It looks like uh, the the handle's got the compass. The um, the like keychain token thing for it is one of the medallions, of course. Um, I can't really tell what the teeth are supposed to be. I guess maybe it's supposed to look kind of skeleton like, maybe. Maybe I don't know. That's, the, that's my best guess. Is maybe like a cross between a pirate sword and maybe one of the skeletons. Eh, I don't know. I'll take it. Um, eh. it's yeah. Um, it draws in nearby orbs. Uh, which I forgot what the name for that ability is. I think it's just called draw. Um, so that's kind of kind of cool and helpful. Um, I don't, should have written down what the stats were. Uh, not important though. I don't think I covered that with any of the other accuplates we've done so far. <sighs> so that's. That's Port Royal. Take one, because we'll we'll have part two later on. Not horribly um, impressed. <laughs> it's yeah, it's underwhelming. Um, like I said, the next one, the next time we come back, um, uh, will be better because at least then it's a, an original story, and like some kind of cool stuff happens. But the the acting is still going to be there. It's still bad for like the whole rest of Kingdom Hearts or the whole like. All of Pirates that's in Kingdom Hearts 2. It's not good. Um, but next up is Agrabah. Uh, the, I, didn't, I forgot to mention it for the other two, but the gummy route for this one is called Ancient Highway, which um, Flutterdark pointed out in um, somewhere in the Discord. And I agree, the music here slaps whenever you, get, whenever you do watch this part of the Let's Play. The music on this one's really, really fun. Um... Nico, while he's playing it, points out that it kind of looks like a you know, course from F-Zero in, back on the N64. And, like, he's not wrong, <laughs> but now I can't unsee it. <laughs> so thanks for that, I guess. Um, but we, we get the title card, which, hang on. Boop, boop, post, damn it. There it goes. That looks like a really bad MySpace layout. Ah, yeah, I mean, it doesn't... I mean, I don't know. It's all right. Um, That's a really bad little <laughs> effect. Steven, are you okay? Whew. Throat got dried out. Please okay, anyway. Nope, no, I'm good, I'm good. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, yeah. 30 <laughs> but Earth, Sorry, 37 minutes before you can die, okay? <sighs> Keep it together till then. But, um, so, see, now I can't cut any of this stuff out, because that was actually funny. Um, but yeah, so we get, we get the title card, and uh, of all fucking things to start this level on, we get a shot of Iago, like, flying around and landing on just a little, like, ledge or a roof or whatever and being sad. <laughs> eh. Um, 
Sword Alden and Goofy, like, like he, he happens to, like, land near them, so they see him while he's, like, just down. Ha! And, um, Sora and Goofy think that, uh, maybe Riku and, uh, Mickey could be with Aladdin and Jasmine. I mean, we gotta, we gotta hope that they're somewhere, right? Uh, as soon, as soon oh as God, they what see... what the fuck is wrong with Iago? Yeah, he doesn't look great in the graphics, but that's, you know, the time period. Um, no, no, no. Even for the time period, you cannot blame that, or you can't blame Iago on the graphics. That looks, he looks diseased. Yeah. Like, horribly <laughs> diseased. He has a disease that took away his polygons. <laughs> his arms reach the ground. They don't even look like wings. They're scrawny little arms. He's got not really much of a neck. All of his body no. is like your gut. Yeah. <laughs> it's also not a great angle. So yeah, there's that. And he's um, a thousand yard stare. Like even for something voiced by Gilbert Gottfried, that's terrifying. Yeah, but no, like no. As soon as they notice him, all three of them square up, like they're about to get into an actual street brawl with a bird. Um, but Iago's like, "Wait, no, 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 no! Don't, don't attack me! Don't fight! I've changed! I've changed! I've turned over a new leaf! Please! I just want to, I want to go apologize to Jasmine." <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, what?" Uh, Goofy is, or Goofy like is willing to hear him out, Sora and Donald not so much. Um, luckily for Iago, like, a small group of Heartless, uh, like, immediately show up, and, um, they forget to be mad at him because of it. <laughs> okay, those weapons are kind of sick, though. Yeah, this one's called the Luna Bandit, and it, to be fair, this one looks kind of neat. It's got these two, like, curved-ass swords. What's real cool is, uh, sometimes they'll, like, slap them together, so it's like a big ring, and it'll just toss that shit at you. This one's actually really cool. Um, where was oh, but yeah, <laughs> fucking what what wins Donald and uh, Sora over as far as like being willing to trust him? I'm not even kidding you. He tries to help out in the fight, like during the actual gameplay part of the fight. You don't see him; he's not there. It doesn't matter. But like when it switches back over to cutscene, he's like flapping around trying to distract the heartless and stuff like that. And his ass bumps into something that knocks over, like, a whole set of, like, two-by-fours and crates and stuff down on top of, like, two Heartless and destroys them. Though, technically, Iago has, thus far into the game, destroyed more Heartless than Kyrie. I just want to point that out. But anyway. <laughs> Meh. So they're like, so they agree, okay, yeah, we'll trust you for now. <laughs> um, do what? I said meh. I know it started. It sounded like you were about to start saying something else too, nope. um, but yeah. So they're basically like, okay, okay, we'll we'll trust you for now. Um, fucking Iago even tries to be like, hey, you know, if it weren't for what happened last time, Aladdin and Jasmine wouldn't even be together. So in a way, I'm like responsible for that. <laughs> and like, bro, stop. <laughs> but um, so yeah, they they go to meet Jasmine. Um, she's sad because. Apparently Aladdin has been in a funk lately and keeps going into town by himself and he won't talk to Jasmine about anything. So she's worried that something might be up. And Iago, trying to be helpful, suggests that maybe he's got a secret girlfriend and they should go figure out who that is. Oh, God. Because, my dude, you want her to like you. This is not how you do that. And he, <laughs> Jasmine's even like, oh, it's Iago, get him. And they're like, no, 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 he's turned over a new leaf. It's fine. Um, but they, the, they do all agree, you know, 
that sounds bad that Aladdin's being mopier and whatever. We should go look for him. Literally, as soon as they leave the palace, you hear um, someone shout, Stop, thief! And then Abu runs by, and Aladdin runs by behind him. <laughs> and in, like, the split second that he's passing Sora, he's like, Hi, Sora! And just keeps on going. Lord. Uh, but, um, but yeah, it, it turns out <clears throat> that... Uh, when they when they finally corner, um, uh, I don't, almost called him. Oh Iago. my when god! They finally... What the fuck is wrong with Abu? Okay, this one he was like kind of small in the cutscene, so I had to like really crop up to him, so it made him kind of blurry and stuff. It doesn't look great. He's supposed to be shaking with fear there because they've cornered him, and like he's got the you can't see it super well, but he's got like a black lamp that he's holding, and he's like, nope. I see a Don't head, I take see it. a little monkey blob body, and what might be a foot? Yeah, it ain't great. I shouldn't have... Deformed. I shouldn't have done it, but whatever. Um, what did you do? They, they massacred my boy! <laughs> but they um, they give the lamp back to the merchant, and basically he's looking... Nature, Steven. He, like, gets up in Aladdin's face and, like, tells him to put a leash on on Abu if he won't behave. And then just, I like, huffs off. Leash that about um, I know, right? But, um, so, they tell Aladdin, you know, like, Jasmine's been worried about you, but you seem like you're fine. And he's like, huh? Oh, well, yeah, damn. I guess I can't really hide anything from her. Uh, apparently, Genie went on vacation. And so, Aladdin... Well, knows bored. <laughs> but... Don't die. Yeah, please. apparently... Genie went on vacation, and without him here to, like, just constantly cause chaos, Aladdin gets bored. So, he'll sneak out of the palace to go back down into, like, the bazaar and stuff, just to basically to, you know, be where the people are and where stuff's happening. And I'm like, yes, all of the okay, people no, that are definitely No, this is not here. Atlantica. He's not gonna be where the people are. He's not gonna see them dancing. <laughs> He's gonna see them shopping. They're not gonna I be walking see... on what do you call them? Shoes. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, you opened the door, I had to walk through it. That's true. But yeah, so, like, basically, he's sneaking out of the palace to try and, like, get some excitement because it turns out <laughs> living in the palace, I guess, is boring. Um, it's so strange. Iago has been oddly silent throughout this entire conversation, so they finally notice him, and this is how he's been the entire time. Slightly less disturbing, but still slightly disturbing. Yeah, so he's like, he's like on the ground freaking out. He's like, oh my god, that lamp, that lamp, that it's the lamp. And they're like, dude, what are you talking about? He literally there are a million lamps a bowling out there. Ball. I know, they make him so big in this He's one. a bowling ball um, with appendages. But the, um, basically like, okay. Aladdin and everyone is like, dude, there are like a million lamps out there. That's gotta be a coincidence. And he's no, like, look... No. So let me tell you real quick just what Iago reminds me of. Oh no. So when I was younger, I had a stuffed Iago and he was a puppet. So you could stick your hand up his butt and you could work his little beak and like you could use your your pinky and your thumb to flap his little wings. Yeah. And one day I decided to see what else I could fit up Iago. I'm not a, sure I, I like what it was this a lot it was like just a lot of like Kleenex paper towels. Just like, hey, I wonder what else I can fit up in here. And he wound up kind of looking like how he does in that picture. <laughs> you overstuffed him with Kleenex. That's wild. I did. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, 
but basically they're like, dude, that's got to be a coincidence. There's a million lamps out there. These things all look the same. Who could even tell? And he's like, you guys don't understand. I was locked in that thing for months. I would know that lamp anywhere. And that is the lamp. So they're like, well, shit, I guess we got to go get it back. And so now you can actually like start moving around. There are Heartless that will attack, obviously. Um, <clears throat> Aladdin's Limit is pretty cool because uh, they decided that Aladdin is built for speed. So the entire limit is like him and Sora just zooming around and they'll like run in, attack a guy, zoom back out and just keep doing that. <clears throat> and then the very end of it will be this thing where they both like jump up at the same time and push off of each other. Like they'll jump like foot to foot, kick off of each other basically. <laughs> and like this, it doesn't even show it. Like the screen goes black for a couple seconds and you see a bunch of white lines show up that are supposed to be them slashing all over the place. And then it'll just show the Heartless, like, explode. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, we do get some new Heartless here. Hang on, let me just make sure I'm not giving all of them too soon. Okay, yeah. We get one called uh, the Silver Rock. It's another one of those ones where it's, like, the oh, little dudes. <laughs> He's cute! This one is apparently Final Mix only, which I did not realize, because it's been forever since I've played regular Kingdom Hearts 2. I've gotten so used to playing the Final Mix version that I assumed it was just there. <laughs> what? He's got a little hat. Oh, a little hat. I heard hairnet. I was like, a heartless with a hairnet? No, Stephen. I thought you said hairnet. That's my bad. I mean, look, I know we're both sleep deprived, but seriously. <laughs> Fair. Um, he is cute, though. Yeah. No, yeah, this one's kind of neat. Basically, what it will do is um, they'll like project these little, like, it's the only heartless enemy that fights using light as its element, which is kind of cool, I think. Um, so to like send these little like balls of light just kind of spitting out everywhere, and when they hit you, they'll just fucking explode and knock you back. Aww. But what you can do is you get a reaction command called shift shot, which is hard for me to say. Um, where basically you'll like you'll catch you'll catch one of them on your keyblade and like toss it back at it so like you're basically exploding it with its own bomb pretty much like haha fuck you no fuck you i almost don't want to because he's too cute yeah these ones are kind of neat i dig them get shot um (laughs) bad (laughs) um but yeah so they they go they talk to the merchant and they're like okay um we can't tell you why but it's super duper important that we get that lamp that my monkey stole a little bit ago. And he's like, mm, give me a whole lot of money. <laughs> and like, without, without even thinking about it, they uh, offer to buy the lamp from him with, um, I think it's Donald that tells him they'll bring him more treasure or they'll bring him treasure beyond his imagination. And he's like, all right, fucking bet. Cause I got a pretty good imagination. And like, they don't they don't consult Aladdin on this. They just say it and then Aladdin's like, dude, what are you guys doing? And they're like, Well just get some from Jasmine, it's fine, right? And he's like, No, I can't ask Jasmine for some of her treasure. That would be bad. So Iago is like, Well, hey, I know where there's a whole bunch of treasure. We'll just go to the Cave of Wonders. And like <clears throat> so they're like, Okay, yeah, cool. That's that's the plan. They're gonna go out to the Cave of Wonders, try to find something that will satisfy this merchant. Um, when it's got all of you guys just walking around because like you the spot where you like tell carpet that you're going to fly out to the desert is like a safe point. So it's one of those areas where it'll just kind of have everyone sort of walk around on their own. If you talk to Donald here, 
fucking the little speech bubble that they give him literally i wrote it down word for word because wild he goes the question is will there be enough to satisfy me and i'm like bro bro stop um, i know but yeah so they get to they get to the game of wonders it's like just hanging out you know it doesn't do the whole like dramatically rising up talking and stuff like that it's just a cave that looks like a tiger now which is kind of sad um what the fuck man yeah we we get a very brief shot of pete walking into it before sora and the gang show up which i'm sure will be fine that doesn't mean anything that doesn't mean anything um we we do get a few new heartless and if you thought the last one was cute oh my goodness um hang on let me see if it'll post all three of these at once okay good it did Okay, we get... first one's cute, second one's kind of, ew, what the fuck is wrong with the third one? Yeah, the third one is, it ain't great. Um, the first two are very cute. I like them very much. They're called Fiery Globe and Icy Cube. Even their names are cute. <laughs> they are! They're like little sit sprites. The third one is just fucked up. Yeah, the last one's called Fortune Teller, and it really looks like a stereotypical, like, fortune teller slash belly dancer slash harem girl, and... Y'all didn't have to do that. Y'all could have easily not. Like, I do... Mechanically, I kind of like them because they'll, like, float around basically standing on their crystal ball and they'll use that to, like, smack you with and stuff. But, like, y'all could have done basically anything else and it would have been fine. Um, I don't know why you did this. You, you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have done did it. Um, the... Anyway, though, moving on so that I can stop thinking about that. Uh, the Cave of Wonders and this one is, um... Basically made up of, like, a few separate areas. I forget now how it was actually set up in the first game. Doesn't matter. Oh, wait. I Okay, I do. Yeah, it was all those areas where you could, like, fall down into the water below and stuff like that. I hated it. Um, this is sort of the opening entry area to it. Ooh. Yeah. Um, let, me, let me make sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so then the, the next room is this with a very helpful um, text bubble that tells you a jewel floats above. because. Well, it do. I never would have guessed. <laughs> yeah. Um, they do the thing where Abu is like, oh my god, I want it. And just runs up and grabs it and everyone gets mad. But then it turns out that that's actually what you need to do. Because at the opposite end there, you can kind of see a statue in the distance. You have to actually grab the jewel and place it in like a little recess spot on that statue. But, of course, grabbing it makes these walls of water go away. There are statues that will start shooting, like, blow darts and shit at you. Stuff like that. Um, I think it'll also have little waves of water going across the ground, if I remember right. So, obviously, you know, the room tries to keep you from doing it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you do make it. Then <clears throat> you get to an area that's just called, like, the Room of Trials or something like that. I should have written down its actual name because it's stupid. Um, where, basically, you're on this big pillar not even actually it's not even a pillar it's a bunch of like platforms that are floating above each other perfectly so that like i always assumed it's a pillar and like sections of it were disappearing but you fall too far for it to be that um each platform will have like a group of heartless that you gotta fight within a certain amount of time and then it'll disappear so on and so forth uh let me go ahead and pop that one in there it is but yeah so they they finish all of that stuff finally get to the treasure room where they find this fucking thing. And like, <clears throat> I don't know where he's been up until now. Because Pete definitely went into the Cave of Wonders before them. 
But now we see him show up outside of the treasure room and he like snaps his fingers and the room goes dark and like a bunch of heartless attack. So you've got to fight them before you can leave. Blah, blah, blah. Um, They get back home or not home. Damn, they get they go back to where the merchant is and fucking this is happening. <laughs> like Pete's literally chasing the merchant around trying to get the wearing that goddamn suit that has a crotch zipper. That is how Pete looks for this entire series. They don't update him ever. Uh, it's that is so it. wrong. <laughs> um, to Iago's credit, he basically uses the fact that he's smaller and faster to fly up and try to grab the lamp uh, from the merchant. But he ends up timing it poorly so that uh, all three of them just slam into a wall. And Pete's like, you know what? Fuck it. I've had enough of this. And he summons two bosses that apparently I forgot to take pictures of. Hang on. Why does he have a crotch zipper? It's so weird. Hang on one sec. Okay, there we go. I guess I forgot to get pictures of them before, but there they are. Um, Ew, what the hell? <laughs> they're called Blizzard Lord and Volcanic Lord. Not Volcano Lord, which would have Are you saying Lord say. or Lard? Lord. They look more like Lard. <laughs> um, these guys are actually kind of fun to fight. They're pretty big and bouncy, so they'll both like sort of bounce all over the arena. It's sort of neat to have like the fire and ice thing coming at you uh, from different sides. It looks like they should jiggle when you hit them. They do, and they'll bounce around, like I said. Um, <laughs> the weird, the weird thing. I don't know why it does it like this, but the reaction command that you get with them is like you'll grab them by the mouth and like toss them or you'll grab one of them by the mouth and like toss him so that he flies over and slams into the other one and then <laughs> they'll both just they'll both like break apart into um, volcanic lord breaks into a bunch of fiery globes and uh blizzard lord break breaks into a bunch of icy cubes so they'll turn into like these little uh, swarm of these little baby heartless that you gotta fight for like a minute or two before they reform themselves so you basically use one of them to pimp slap the other yeah you hit a motherfucker with a motherfucker I dig it. Um, but yeah, so that 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 fight happens. It's eh. Um, it ain't. I mean, it's not great, but eh. Mm-hmm. Um, before the fight starts, Pete says that the reason he wants the the lamp is that he's gonna he wants to turn Jafar into a heartless. Not, not this guy heartless. used to work with. Do what? I said he's kind of already heartless. There's that, <laughs> but like. It's not this guy used to work with Maleficent. I'm going to gra- or get one of her friends back to help her out. It's n- I will turn this guy into a heartless so that he'll be our mindless monster slave. Like, yeah, okay. Let me you, guess how you go well ahead that's and do that. going to work. It, it doesn't. <laughs> you get the lamp back from him and uh, he leaves. So, um, af- literally after the fight is when uh, Genie shows up. and Thanks, motherfucker. I uh, do not know how, but when he shows up, he mistakes Aladdin for, or he mistakes Pete for Aladdin. How the fuck? Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, how the fuck? It, it's a whole whole lot. Um, what? Yeah. Uh, but um, but but yeah. Um, just ugh. It's, it's yeah. He's he's like hugging on Pete and being like, "Oh wow, you get Aladdin. Have you gained weight? What am I talking about? You're living in the palace now. Of course you've gained weight. You're probably eating great all the time." And like, basically, he's doing all of this so fast that Pete has like no idea what to say. He's just like, "Uh," and Aladdin finally is like, "Genie, I'm over here," and he just drops Pete. And, and the Pete one does that the whole. Not a fat lard ass. 
Yeah, like I don't, I, I don't, I don't even. I have no excuse. I don't know why Genie did this. I don't, I don't know if he knew that it wasn't Aladdin and was just playing around, or if he genuinely somehow thought Pete was Aladdin for a minute. I think, I think Genie might have like face blindness where he just doesn't remember people's faces. Um, I wouldn't something. go with that. Um, because like what? <sighs> anyway, um. So yeah, all of that happens. Uh, there's the boss fight. Pete leaves. Um, somehow, er, and Aladdin and Jasmine both agree to give Iago a second chance, and he's like, "Great, you won't regret it. It's gonna be awesome." Somehow, Abu has a gem from the Cave of Wonders, so like everyone has to chase him around for it. And um, God damn it, monkey! It's finally Donald that gets it from him, and he's like staring at it for like a good couple seconds before finally going, ah, who needs it? And like pretends to throw it and everybody else looks like, Hey, there it goes. Wait, but he like sticks it behind his back and fucking Abu calls him out. <laughs> it's like, Oh, I guess it must've gotten stuck. Ha ha. ha, ha. Uh-huh. You lying little shit. Yeah. Um, but then they like, I don't even know where this is supposed to be. Um, they like hide uh, the lamp that still has Jafar in it, BT dubs, just kind of in a basement somewhere. I mean, to be fair, Jafar kind of belongs in a basement. I mean, you're not wrong. Um, but like, I have no idea where the fuck this is. I don't know if this is like below the palace. If this maybe is, in like, the dungeons. Maybe that would be my guess. Ah, because it looks kind of dungeony, like from the yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with dungeon. Yeah, I guess. Um. You don't get a new Keyblade yet. You'll get um, a Keyblade for here. Then we, well, because like I said, uh, like I said, you're gonna come back to each world. So some of the worlds you get their Keyblade well, on like round two. That's fair. Um, yeah. So to give you something to look forward to next time, I guess. Uh, so instead, what you get is you get Genie as a summon again. Uh, you get the Lamp Charm because if you remember uh, this time around, summons are these little like charms, which I can't get over the imagery of like. The thought of, like, Sora just wearing a bunch of necklaces. Like, yeah, these are all my friends. <laughs> He's a pimp. I mean, uh, basically... He wear a bunch it's... of necklaces. He has one big pimp chain, and these are all charms on him. I mean... Um, but what's actually kind of cool that Genie... I'm not going to show all of them. That uh, the Genie will do is... He will, like, make his own version of one of Sora's drive forms. And so his fighting style depends on which drive form you pick for him. So, like, for example, here's him in... They'll they'll even put it next to him as, like, Valor form in quotes with a question mark. Like, Valor form, maybe? I kind of dig Janie's staff, though. It's got a shank on the end. Yeah. Yeah, he makes him... He, like, extends his tail out and, like, pops part of it off to make himself, like, a sort of fake keyblade that just has his lamp sitting on the end of it. It's... Wild. I guess he decided, you know what? If I'm hanging out with Sora, I'm Sora now. Look at me. Look at me. I'm Sora now. <laughs> I'm the key because, right now. Because, like, I don't even know, dude. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the end of Agrabah. Um, we get a cutscene in this whole, like, dark city area of fucking Pluto wandering around. If you remember from way back at the beginning of the game, this was where we saw flashbacks of like Roxas walking by and saying goodbye to Axel when he was leaving Organization 13. Somehow Pluto's here. I don't fucking know. I would love to get like a side game or something. Do what? 
I don't even know what's happening in the picture, and he looks so sad. Yeah, he's sitting here, like, looking around all scared and kind of whimpering and stuff. Like, I would love to get, like, a side game or a comic or a little movie or something just showing us what Pluto's doing. Are you okay? Oh, God, I was taking a drink of water, and it all went down the wrong pipe. Oh, oh, hate that. I'm okay. <laughs> but I'm good. But yeah. Um, oh God. He, but yeah. So he's like wandering around, like I don't know where I am or what's going on. He happens to see Axel walking by up, up ahead in the distance. And when he rounds the corner, that Axel went around. He doesn't see Axel anymore, but like he sees like a portal that Axel had gone into. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna go in there. And he just runs runs into a dark-ass portal, which, like, it hasn't been properly explained yet. I forget when that happens. But these are portals of darkness. Like, if you don't go into it with some sort of protection, you're, like, risking... Every time you do, you risk losing your heart to the darkness and becoming a heartless. And Pluto just runs in like it doesn't even matter. YOLO. <laughs> I mean, fucking basically, I guess. Um... But yeah, so that uh, that scene ends and it cuts over to uh, Kyrie on the beach at uh, Destiny Islands looking out at the other smaller island where th- that they all play on. Hang on one sec. There it goes. And she's kind of talking to herself. She's like, maybe maybe waiting isn't good enough. And Axel like shows up out of like a like a portal literally like five feet away from her. He's, he's like, my thoughts exactly. If you have a dream, don't uh, don't. My thoughts exactly. If you have a dream, don't wait. Act. One's life is li- one of life's little rules. Got it memorized. <laughs> and Kyrie, having never seen this man before, understandably is like, "Who the fuck are you?" And he's like, basically, he tells uh, Kyrie that, like, "Oh, he, I'm just someone who knows Sora too." And to like offers to take her to him, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I feel like we're becoming friends already." I and you the world. I mean, but uh, Pluto shows up and like, I mean, in fairness to Kyrie on this one, I would also trust a dog more than some random dude, even if they both came out of a portal. Yeah, trustworthy and good. Do what? Dogs are noble and trustworthy and good, unlike this shady motherfucker that just popped out of nowhere. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I so mean, we are at he, five like, minutes just to let you know. Okay, I think we'll get. I think we'll get through uh, what I had notes on. Um, basically, he like as best he can, being a dog, like points over at another portal. Like it's literally like Kyrie standing here, about five feet to the left is the portal that Axel just came out of, and like five feet to the right is this other portal that you can like vaguely hear a whistling sound coming from, <laughs> and like some nobodies also just sort of like squiggle up, like, "Hey, what's going on? We're hanging out here." This is, I got ahead of myself. This is actually when um, Axel says that uh, he and Kyrie both miss someone that they care about and he feels like they're friends already. And Kyrie's like, you're not acting very friendly and runs off into the other portal. <laughs> and then, um, which, and, the, and that portal leads to fucking here, this place. Not mysterious looking at all. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're hanging out here for like a minute or two. Like, I okay, where are we? And then basically another portal opens up like a, a few feet in front of them, so they just gotta walk up to it and go through. Hello. And uh, you hear that, you hear that whistling sound again, like not like wind, like wind whistling through the trees, but literally like someone whistling on. 
Ah, damn it. Hang on. I used to be able to whistle, but I can't now, apparently. Fun fact. Hey, there it goes. Fun fact, I can whistle breathing in, but I cannot whistle breathing out. Nah, that used to be like that. Okay, now I got, I got, okay. Basically, but yeah, like, just, like, one extended whistle. So, like, someone is whistling to get their attention. Um, and so, Pluto is like, oh, somebody whistled, I'm gonna go. And he obviously runs through the portal. Um, as they're going through, Kyrie looks back and sees, um, mysterious man in a cloak. Mystery man. Yeah. Um, and then she, like, with no transition, wakes up on the floor of the usual spot in Twilight Town, where Hainer, Pence, and Olette hang out. And apparently, according to Pence, she says that she and Pluto just flew out of a hole in the wall, which I guess is basically how they must have seen the, the portal must must have just looked like it was a hole just opening up, I guess. But yeah, they both just, like, came flying out of a hole in the wall and, like, crashed right there on the floor. And, um, that's... And then that's basically where the cutscene ends. Um, they introduce themselves to Kyrie, and if I remember right, I think it goes on long enough for her to ask about Sora, but it might just cut off right there. Um, and then we cut back to space, and uh, Twilight Town is back. I did not take a picture of that, but it doesn't matter. Uh, the point is, you can see uh, Twilight Town's icon in space now, and Chip and Dale are like, oh my god, Twilight Town's back, what's going on? Should we go back and see? Can we talk about how <laughs> Kyrie's proportions look in that picture? Ugh. Hang on, which one? The one with her standing in front of the void with Shadowy Dude. Like, look. Oh, yeah, it's, it makes like her, her legs her look like they're... Like, super, super short, which goes to the middle of her back, which is, like, non-existent. And then she has, like, these creepy Slenderman-looking arms. Yeah, and it makes her legs look like they're, like, five feet long on their own. It ain't great. Well, because her waist is up to under her hairline. Almost. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Um... I got no excuse. I I really yeah. have no excuse for it. Um, she looks better like sometimes. Long, um, it's like the longer you look at it, the more you're like, what? Yeah, you. This scene, this shot goes by pretty quick. So I'm guessing they like just kind of slapped a model together for like a couple of seconds and didn't put a lot of being careful into it. So I don't know. If you look up two shots before, it's the same thing. Like her elbows are almost up to her shoulders, and then the rest of it's like freaking. You know the That's SCP, true. You know the SCP Foundation? She looks like the shy guy. <laughs> shy Kyrie. Arms. Yeah, exactly. Don't look her in the eyes. That's what all this is, secretly. It's um, it's her going on a shy guy rampage. It's Sora trying to not let her find out that he's looked at her. So, yeah, that's as far as I got taking the notes, and I assume we probably only have like a minute left or something. So, haha, did good. I think we timed that perfectly. We've got, like, literally a minute and 15 seconds left, so that's perfect. There we go. Um, so, moving into questions, I will start with the ones from uh, from Flutterdark and Casey that I did not do, or that they had both asked last time we tried to do this. <laughs> we didn't get to answer because we didn't the last uh, end up recording. Time that we tried to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um... So starting off with Flutterdark, his first question, why is the rhythm game so shit? I don't know. There are good rhythm games that exist, and I'm pretty sure if they had put more effort into it, could have made this a good rhythm game. From what I understand, Melody of Memory, which came out, fuck, like, early last year? Sometime 2020? Recently, mm -hmm. um, 
and from what I understand, is a good rhythm game. That's part of the reason I don't want to play it, because I'm bad at rhythm games, and I just know I'd end up getting mad at it. Um, I don't know why they made it so bad in this. It's baffling. Um, it's awful. It's so terrible. Uh, how do you feel about the environment accidentally mattering in a fight? Um, I forget what this was in reference to, but I like it. And pretty I much any game, if in like general, if it's done well, it can be actually really cool and like really gets you into the fight. Yeah, if you can break stuff during fights and like knock stuff into people, I'm generally right. a fan of that. That's pretty good. Or use it as uh, okay. too. Yeah. Okay. At the end of Kingdom Hearts One Agrabah, why didn't we throw the lamp to the bottom of the Hecking Sea? I know we're in a desert, but Genie could just uh, could have just yeeted it, or heck, given uh, given other stuff that we take out of worlds, why didn't Sora just take it and dump it in a hole or a whole different world, or heck, even in space? And if you get uh, further than expected, oh, I get it. Because plot reasons, that's why. Yeah, ba- basically for plot, so that they could have him come back um, in case they got uh, in case they got far enough to want to do like the Return of Jafar, which eh. I guess we should be glad they haven't or. In the games that we've covered, they haven't really adapted yet. Yeah. Uh, his next question is basically asking about uh, Maleficent learning uh, Rays, which was like a spell in Final Fantasy. Um, because, okay, I mean, I've already unspoilered the text, so I mean, I guess spoiler alert. Um, Oogie Boogie is back when we do ha- Halloween Town again. Yeah. So basically, just talk like <laughs> all of. All of her her group from the first game will all get brought back during their levels and then immediately killed off. It's so funny. Um, I'm going to talk that up, though, to her being a fairy. She, she got magic. She knows what she do. Um, this one's been haunting me for a while now because I have specifically not looked this up so that my reaction to it will be genuine. Uh, Casey's question is... Um, let me see how she worded it. Why is Johnny Tess playing our favorite Johnny Depp character? Huh? And so now I'm going to check on that. Who is Johnny Tess? I should know this. Um, From the show Johnny Tess. Oh, never seen it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let me let me check. Uh, because like I'll I said, I did not. In. <laughs> oh, shit. It's still not um, Johnny Depp in Kingdom Hearts 3. Well, the guy that uh, Jared Butler. Oh, yeah, uh, they have Jared Butler voicing him, whoever that is, in Kingdom Hearts 3. He wait, does wait, a much wait. better job. Gerard Butler? Jared Butler. J-A-R-E-D. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was about uh, to say, wait a second. <laughs> he does a pretty good job then, because I, I thought it was him for a minute. Uh, James Arnold Taylor is who they have in this one. Meh. Oh god, he voices Tidus in Final Fantasy X. Uh, Shuyin, just- obviously, in ten two. Titus. Obi-Wan Did Kenobi in um, the Star Wars Clone Wars uh, animated thing. And then, of course, he voices Johnny Tess and Johnny Tess. That's fucking wild. I did not realize this. I have seen... Um, I played most of Final Fantasy X. Never played X-2. But, I mean, Shuyin, I assume, just sounds like Titus again because he looks like Titus. Uh, seen... There's there's a whole story behind Shuyin that I'm not going to go into because I don't want to spoil potentially spoil the game story for you. Oh, no, I already listened to um, another podcast that was recapping it, so I mostly know it. I don't remember it super well because I wasn't actually oh, okay. playing it, but yeah. Um, I've watched all of Clone Wars, and I've seen bits of Johnny Test here and there. He does a good job with all of those characters. What the fuck happened? He's huh. doing so bad here. 
But now I just want to hear um, Johnny Depp, or now I just want to hear um, Jack Sparrow doing the Tetis laugh. The ha 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 ha. He would probably so that's have a ball doing that. So that's inc- that's that's fucking wild. I did not know this. I specifically, like I said, did not look it up because I wanted to wait and to look it up for this specifically. Um, our next question, though, which would you rather have, fire or ice? Bonus challenge. Between the two of us, we can have both, but we got to decide who gets what. Dibs on ice. <laughs> I was going to say ice because I'm always hot. Fine. <laughs> I guess I'll take fire then. That's that's still fine, though. Um, when I was a kid, I remember always thinking that fire was really cool. Not that I don't think fire is cool now, but like it was my go-to superpower when I was a kid. I was like, fire stuff. I mean, both are cool, but like just me logistically thinking now, fire would be harder to control. Because it really can be, like, super uncontrolled, but if you're ice, you know, it's still just as deadly, but it's, like, slower, so it feels like you would be able to get control over it easier. Yeah, Yeah. so thanks for sticking me with hard mode, then, I guess. Eh. Eh. I've seen I Avatar. I know what happens. <laughs> exactly. Um, I can just ice bend myself into a cocoon and be left alone for a hundred years. That's fucking true. Uh, her next, her la- the last question on this set is already dealing psychic damage to me. What song do you want to see performed by Merfolk? I, I will say roll. you what? I want to see a Rickroll. Oh god. <laughs> I was gonna say so long and thanks for all the fish from Hitchhiker's Guide but I mean I guess yours is also good. <laughs> Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let, Never gonna you, let drown. you drown. <laughs> yeah and they gotta do the little cheesy dance moves too. Nah, nah, nah. All right. Uh, so going back up, uh, Vero Lore asks, "What do you think a Freaky Friday world would be like?" That actually, if we're talking the 2003 Freaky Friday, that could actually be really fun. I think that would be really fun. <laughs> yeah, because like you would have to basically Sora would have to be keeping up with where each of them goes and making sure that like you know no chaos happens or anything like that. You could probably do like if they're something like the heartless are making it tough for them to blend in or something like that and he's got to like fight them off to help out with it that would be probably real heckin' cool and then hey, i'm just thinking the- them suddenly realize that uh donald has swapped places with like king triton oh Give that, that could also be power. interesting <laughs> that oh my god you're right they could do like a freaky friday world where instead of it being the two care the mom and the daughter characters from the movie that swapped like Sordom and Goofy get themselves shuffled around, or like Sora switches places with someone else. Yeah, but like seriously, imagine King Triton stuck in Donald's little itty bitty body, and Donald suddenly has the power of all the seven seas. Yes, uh, that would be incredible. Talk, you have to talk him out of a power trip too, because you know you would. I, of course, you would. A hundred percent. I hate this next question. How would you integrate the four realms into the Kingdom Hearts series using only the information? that Nero and I gave from it during the podcast episode. And my answer is that... So I'll let you answer. Okay, you you don't have to. Um, the movie's not good. <laughs> um, me and Nero said egg like a million times. Um, Haley's telling me I should watch it because she apparently likes the movie. Oh, no. Um, I mean, it's not terrible. It's just also not good. And it just falls right into that range of being meh. But there are so many decisions that are made in it that are just baffling to me. Like, 
they take the time to show you through a clock on the wall that while she's in the four realms, the real world is moving in slow motion or slow motion. But it's like that opens up so many implications of like, okay, well, what does this mean for you know X, Y, and Z? If I stay, if I stay here, what is that going to mean for like aging and stuff? They they'll they'll explain like just enough that it opens up a million questions and then not answer any of those questions. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, like it also was re- went through like I think like four or five rounds of rewrites. So oh. there's also that. I. This got mentioned uh, somewhere else. I'm pretty sure it was Beer that said it. Um, but like, I'm pretty sure somewhere along the way, in one, in at least one version of the movie, um, Clara, her dad, I'm pretty sure was probably supposed to be the original Nutcracker because they, they basically make it like her mom had already been to the four realms and she did all the Nutcracker stuff while she was there. So like now it's her her daughter finding this place after it's just been sitting for like 30 years or something like that. So, like, there are little bits of, like, dialogue and stuff where I think at one point they wanted to point to her dad being the original um, Nutcracker. But again, there were so many rewrites that nothing gets done with that. And you don't even know what being a Nutcracker means. The guy that she meets says that he's the only Nutcracker soldier left in the entire Four Realms. But what does that mean? Was there, like, a Nutcracker genocide? I don't know. What does it mean that all the other Nutcrackers are gone? What does it mean that he is a Nutcracker? Because he he doesn't look like he doesn't look different from any of the other gods. Although if I go back and rewatch, he probably is the only black dude in the entire four realms. So that's, what does it mean? What does it mean? Ooh. Does yeah. It mean? So my short answer, uh, Veer, is that I wouldn't. I would leave four realms out of Kingdom Hearts. I would simply not. It seems like that would just be way too messed up and convoluted for this game. Also that. Um, okay, so there was one where um, Veer asked about Jack Skellington having a stand. Um, we are going gonna to hold skip that. that. Yeah, we're going to come back to that uh, for next time. Uh, so instead he said, what would Aladdin's stand be? And what would its powers be? And honestly, you could just make, you could just rejigger Genie a little bit to be a stand for Aladdin and call it like Friend Like Me or something like that. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm thinking... I'm trying to think as, as far as powers, though, what it what oh, right, powers right. as a stand would be. Um, probably, Man- like, Manipulating the environment to help Aladdin escape? Yeah, probably, like, either... I would say either transmutation, similar to gold experience, but turning things Ooh. into things instead of things into animals. Or, like, some kind of luck manipulation so that Aladdin can always, like, escape and get to where he needs to be. I'd say probably one of those two. I would say something luck-based. I'm with you on that one. That makes sense. So yeah, there we go. His friend, his stand is called Friend Like Me, and it it manipulates luck. Basically, um, okay. Did you ever see Deadpool two? I did see Deadpool two. It was a while ago, but yes, I have seen it. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it since it was in theaters. Now that I think of it, but the way that they the way that they portrayed Domino because her power is yeah. luck. Yeah, like we're- that's that's what it would be. Or have you? Did you ever read Bleach? The manga? yes, I I got up to. I read everything up to like I did think you the read first. The did you read the full ring arc? Yes, I read okay. up to like the thousand year blood war arc. I read it up to like the first I think quarter of it, and then I was like, "No, nah, man, I'm done." Yeah, no, I did the same thing, and then finally over Christmas break, I actually read thousand year blood war. Uh, but anyway, the full ring arc uh, with Moe uh, Shishigawara, the one that had the jackpot knuckles. 
I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember any of their oh. powers except for the one guy who had a bookmark that he could like cut you with yeah. and just no, insert was, himself it, into it your his, memories. His like the follower that was the most devoted to him. Basically, he had brass knuckles where every time he threw a punch, it like rolled the lottery. So like if he got a really good roll, it would give him good luck. So, like he could barely tap you, and it would dislocate your shoulder or whatever. Oh, that's but cool. Also, but there was the chance also where if he rolled bad, his attacks would get weaker and weaker. So I kind of see Aladdin's thing being like that if he had a luck-based one. Yeah, that's also true. Where if it hits really good, then you know, hey, yeah, he can totally pull off an awesome escape that nobody would think possible. But there's the chance that he could totally F it up and get captured. Yeah. Oh, in that case, it would be called One Jump Ahead. And it would there because that's the, entire, the entirety of that whole sequence of the movie. It would See, still like be genie, I think. I think that would be more balanced than friend like me. Yeah, it would. St- it would still be genie, I I think. Oh yeah. But like, well, genie's still uh, bound by powers. What other media would you add dolphin kicks to? <laughs> I don't know enough games that involve swimming or just Final stuff Fantasy in general. 14. I guess. There we go. Sure. Because I can just see, like, in the middle of, like, some really big, tense battle scene, and all of a sudden, you just start bitch-slapping somebody with dolphins. <laughs> no, no, no. Dolphin kick, where, like, is just kicking harder to swim fast. That's all it is. No, see, I'm just picturing using that, like, just in real life, without even being in water, just all of a sudden, your character starts flailing like a dolphin. Oh, I see what you're saying. That would be wild, too. Yeah. <sighs> oh, this could the shit out of people. This next uh, this next question. Do you think Zack Sparrow offered Sora some rum off screen? He totally 100%. did. A hundred percent. A hundred percent he did. He absolutely did. And Sora probably said yes, but then like Goofy, again, being the one that hangs on to the brain cell out of the three of them, said no. It was like, nope, nope, I'm a father. I'm not going to let you do it. I think my Goofy is starting to sound more like Hank Hill. Sora totally did it when Goofy wasn't looking. Probably. Donald... I'm sure had a bunch of it. Oh, yeah. No doubt. But his tolerance is, like, super high. So it's... He's fine. Um, with worlds where there's mostly humans and the trio don't disguise themselves, which we should have done here, uh, do you think that the minds of the people who live there just autocorrect Donald and Goofy as regular humans? Or do you think that people definitely notice that they're a duck and a dog and just don't mention anything out of fear of being seen as crazy by the other people of that world? I like, to th- I like that second thing. Because, yeah, Elizabeth, Will, none of them seem even shaken by the fact... Like, I'll, I'll grant Barbosa not being shaken because he was just talking to Pete. But, like, Will and Elizabeth, they don't seem to care. Right, like, if we were only looking at animated Disney movies, I would be like, well, they already see talking animals. But then, like you said, with the Pirates canon, they've got to notice something is off. Yeah. <clears throat> And um, I will say this mo- this game does bring in one other uh, live action Disney movie a little bit later on, but it it works a lot better there. And like I can understand why the, the characters there don't question it. Um, but yeah, here I feel like someone should have. You would think somebody would have said something. Granted, by Kingdom Hearts three, I can see why they don't because at that point we're doing the plot for Pirates of the Caribbean three, and they've already been through Pirates of the Caribbean two. These no guys spoilers. have all seen some shit. They're just rolling with it. Eh, makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I think that does it for questions because I did not get any on Twitter. So we will go ahead. Actually, let me pull Twitter up so I can uh, for plugs. Uh, so there we go. We can go ahead and do plugs. Um, I will start off. 
uh, as always with uh, Nero's, since they are not in these episodes and are currently not feeling so good. Uh, Nero, get better soon, please. Um, they don't die. Yeah. And also You're hoping that like barely the voice of reason on the normal <clears throat> Disney podcast, we cannot lose that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so Nero, you can find at Dragon Smoocher. Uh, they have got a podcast that's already finished up that, but that I'm still listening to because I'm way behind on it. Uh, where uh, Nero and their friend Jane were talking about Shira and the Princesses of Power. It's called uh, pod, uh, podcast the it's called the Podcast of Power, and it's at on Twitter at Podcast of Power. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. They also a week. have, yeah, it has. They also have a Transformers podcast alongside um, Audrey of Pot of Greed fame. Also, listen to Pot of Greed. It's very good if you like Yu-Gi-Oh. This one is called Prime Cuts, and it's on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. And it's, again, I've fallen behind on that one because I'm behind on all of my podcasts because fuck me. Uh, but that one is also very good. And they haven't I like, so the he, Final Fantasy one yet, have they? Uh, no, not yet. Um, that is going to be covering all of Final Fantasy fourteen as a holistic text. Um, it will be Nero again with uh, Jane from the Shira podcast. Best of luck to them because hasn't Final Fantasy fourteen been going for like a few years uh, it's been going on for a bit, plus Endwalker just dropped in November. Also, Endwalker just came out, so that's happening. Um, so good luck to them on that. Good luck to them on everything else that's going on right now. Um, I just did a lot of talking, so you can go next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Kat. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Zura, or, sorry, Zura minus 87. I had to actually stop and think about it for a minute, because it's been a while. <laughs> Um, of course, you can find me on this Kingdom Hearts podcast. You can also find me on the off weeks with Stephen and Nero doing our usual Disney Minus, where we are yeah. eventually working our way up to doing uh, the Lindsay Lohan classic Freaky Friday, which a lot yeah. of Teen Girls is like her two awesome movies before she went completely off the rails. Also, yeah. So there is that. This happened before I, I Know Who Killed Me, which I never actually saw, but oh boy, that title. And the it's, clips of it that I've seen. It's horrible. And like, I'm tempted to find that movie just so I can watch it and see how bad it is for myself. There we go. It's also, a lot. She, she did have a uh, pop single on Radio Disney for a bit. Yeah, if I remember right, I was going to bring this up whenever we actually record. But if I remember right, the the characters that are her band in Freaky Friday, I think they were actually her band for a little while or something like that. Oh, seriously? I think so. I need to double check, but I want to say that's what it was. Huh. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, you can find me on the Twitter. Yeah, you can find me on the Twitter at Marshmallow, which is spelled like Marshmallow, except that it has my name in it. Um, I have been doing better recently about remembering to post dad jokes at dad underscore tastic. And I am currently uh, still guessing on an arc of episodes for... Um, a, an interstitial actual play podcast called Resonant Beats. You can find that at Resi Beats Pod. Mm -hmm. I said that as if I had more to say, but I think I'm done. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. That, yes. Um, so, so yeah. Um, next time, we will do... Are uh, we going to hit Halloween Town next time? I'm trying to remember because I, I, didn't, I didn't watch ahead or else I would have more notes. But I looked ahead at like what each video is going to be on based on the thumbnails. I'm pretty sure... The next one that he does 
is Halloween Town. Because like I said, um, Twilight Town showed back up, so you can go back over to that right now if you want and just not worry about Halloween Town yet. But if I remembered, I'm pretty sure Nico does um, Halloween Town next. So we will we'll do that. Sweet. I'm going to go see a skeleton man. Yay! We're going to go see yeah. a pumpkin daddy. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like a, a, a kink of some kind. Don't kink shame. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it does. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yes. Um. So yeah, uh, y'all have fun with that. Be safe. Be good to each other. Have a good 2022. Nope. No promises to any of that. Yeah, fair. Um, and with that, I'm already half Kingdom Hearts. I still fucking hate ziplines. lines. <laughs>